Hello and welcome to ASI Attitudes of Sexual Integrity, episode 120. You know that it would be untrue. You know that I would be a liar. If I was to say to you, girl, we couldn't get much higher. Come on, baby, light my fire. Come on, baby, light my fire. Try to set the night on fire. The time to hesitate is through. The time to wallow in the mire. Now we can only lose And our love become a funeral pyre Come on baby, light my fire Come on baby, light my fire Try to set the night on That is The Doors Going back to the 60s That song came out Like that song was on the Billboard charts when I was born Okay, that's how old that tune is. My name is Russ Shaw and this is ASI, ASI 247.org is the website. Closing the door today on the 8th commandment and opening the door on the 9th commandment and I'm going to fuse the two together with this message of episode 120. And if you're following along in your Bible, this is the uh, ESV version is uh, verse 15, Exodus chapter 20. You shall not steal. Verse 16. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Um, it's not simply thou shalt not lie. It's a little more complex than that. And I'm going to talk about that and go into that today. But first, some news for you. All right, insert news sound effect. You know, this just in, right? You remember when they used to do like like typewriter sounds? You know, I, maybe I'm old, man. I'm I'm dating myself here. Be like, this just in in the news. You know, and they got like little typewriter noises in the background. And then they got in the '80s, they get more. And you know, in the '90s, they had these you know these tabloid shows. They like, here, here, here's some sound effects for you, like this. sound effects like they're smacking you with something or something I don't know um, but yeah I wanted to insert that yeah it's like better than saying announcements it announcement sounds just too churchy you know I feel like I'm in church and they're gonna they're gonna go through the announcements now this is a talk show okay come on people anyway the news I have for you today is that if you go to the website asi247.org you can go down to the blogging area where I have uh, Teens Against Porn and the Triple X Church blog link is there. Um, Higher Dash Calling, which is now Purity Report. Um, those links are there. As well as the blog about the coaching sessions by Russ Shaw. It's basically a YouTube link to my YouTube channel, which is Russell ASI. If you want to look it up directly from your mobile device, Russell ASI is the YouTube channel. Now, YouTube, I must put up a disclaimer here about YouTube because this really depends on your compulsion um, towards pornography on video internet. And now, if you have a, most people have a device, an iPhone, an Android phone. Um, recently, 
just within the last few months on more than one occasion, all right? So I'm not singling you out if you're listening and you think that I'm doing so. No, this has been more than one occasion where a man um, who will go unnamed, the, the guys who I'm talking about, um, their kids come across their mobile device and start snooping around on it and find their history or their Google searches on their iPhone or Android phone and this has resulted in separations and um, in one case someone who's actually filed for divorce it's not the phone is the problem alright that's the big thing that I want you to realize but at the same time you need to um, check your conscience on where you're at evaluate your conscience on where you're at in your compulsive behavior on whether you should even have an iPhone or an Android at this moment but if you do this is what I'm doing to help coach you forward in your sexual integrity this is pressing forward towards the goal as the Apostle Paul would say in Philippians 3 this does not replace your counseling or coaching or psychotherapy uh, this is simply to supplement that. You are going to need some help, someone face-to-face -face that you can talk to um, in dealing with this issue. And it's going to cost you something, okay? Yes, my YouTube page is free and the sessions are free. But your recovery, your pressing in, your worshiping your way out of this is really what this is. It's your life energy flowing out. And that's the thing about sexual addiction is over time it just starts to erode and eat away at your identity. It starts to change who you are. And I'm here to encourage, to coach, to bring you out of that identity, you know, replacing it like the born identity. You ever notice that? This guy, uh, Paul Bloom at Yale of psychology is talking about how when somebody gets amnesia, they don't go back to diapers, right? They lose their sense of self. That's what's happened here. And it's going to take work. It's going to take effort. It's going to take a counselor, coach, mentor, um, psych psychotherapist, maybe even a psychiatrist to pull you out of this, depending on where you're at in your pathology, so to speak, right? When you want to see a band, for example, you do what it takes, you buy the tickets, you travel the miles, you get your friends together, and you spend your energy doing what you want to do. I'm simply encouraging you to deepen yourself, to realize, to have structure in your life, to realize that there's empty pages that will be filled tomorrow. Every tomorrow is an empty page. I do this not to be some big shot, not to make a, a bunch of money, obviously. I do this because I was in your shoes and I was stuck and I hated it and I didn't have a me, to, someone to coach me, someone to help me, someone to show me the way out. If there was, it gave me hope that there's freedom from this. I so could only relate to someone who has been there, who's been through it, and who has come out of it with some success, and, and that's where I'm at in your relationship with me, okay? Again, God has set me free. God has co-authored my life, and the truth is you will reach for a co-author in your life. 
You will spend that energy in pursuit, in reaching for something. It's what we do. It's what we were created to do. It's all we do. So, man, that's why I do it, because I, I care about you. I really do. I'm not here to BS you. I'm not here to fill you some behavior modification that's only going to last for a few months, few years, and bring you back to your real want and your real God, right? I mean, I'm here to change your heart, to show you what it took for me to get there. So, this, I'm going to close there with that, all right? I could go on and on. Um, I, I do care, man. I do. So, the second piece of news is the bookstore on the website. If you go to ASI247.org, you click on the link uh, to the books that I um, recommend for you to read. Uh, the reading list there on the website, ASI247.org. So, I've updated that, and I've also added the Kindle versions of the books when there's a Kindle version available you can click on the link and actually purchase the Kindle version from Amazon and you know whether it's a Kindle device or your mobile app on your phone or your device that you have iPad or whatever it might be um, you can actually read them from there as well through Kindle um, anyway good cool piece of technology I'm also here to tell you, to be realistic about your technology, to tell you, and this is wildly unpopular with some people in recovery, but the truth is your device and your technology is not the reason you're a sex addict, okay? That's true. Just separating yourself from your technology, you may need to do that for a season, but it's not why you're addicted. And you can blog about that because I have some videos up about that on the website ASI247.org or on the YouTube page, Russell has two S's, two L's, ASI, um, through YouTube. So, truth. Technology is simply a tool or a vessel, if you will. It can move life-saving, life-giving information very efficiently and very quickly into places that couldn't otherwise get that information. But it can also be used to open the sewer lid to pornography and just nasty or sexually deviant kind of information, right? You can use it to pop open the toilet lid and drink out of the toilet if that's what you choose to do. It's not technology's fault, all right? Big message. And for you to think that and believe that in your heart is actually putting a pause button on your recovery. And that is the truth as well. You're going to heal from this faster when you realize that is true. So, having said that, I'm here to, to love on you and yell at you a little bit, again, because I, I, I do care about you. I care about you guys. I care about your families. I want to see you heal to this. And if you're single, it's your legacy that's at stake, okay? Your mark that you will make on this world spiritually, biologically, emotionally, all right, the art, the beauty, the the things that make you you, and the kids that aren't going to grow up without a dad or a mom to love them. Man, it is your legacy that's at stake. It goes all the way back to the Old Testament and that 
the Feast of Atonement and this scapegoating is actually a form of worship. The reason we have that word scapegoat when we blame a thing for our sin, that is a form of worship and it comes from the Old Testament. Okay? Man, I love you guys. It's, it's Maybe it's you that needs to change, right? Maybe it's something in your heart. Maybe it's the fact that you reach for stuff. Maybe it's time to actually take a deep, hard look at your own heart and make a change. What if I can trust myself? What if I just need some help? I love that tune. That is Maybe by the Sick Puppies. Um, interesting name for a band. The Sick Puppies. My daughter works at a vet clinic, so she gets her, her share of uh, sick puppies. And a lot of those sick puppies are actually canines. So, anyway, I make jokes. I make jokes here today. I'm, uh, I'm tiptoeing around a, a heavy subject that I will be getting into today because I don't I don't want to ever be like Job Job's friends in in the book of Job in the Bible. I don't know if you've ever had a chance to read the book of Job. All right, book of Job is about uh, bad stuff that happens to a, a righteous man, a righteous dude, right? And uh, it goes through some hard times. And the first thing that happens is his Christian friends show up and they start to tell him, you know, advice. And they give him, well, here's why this happened. And, you know, they start pointing the finger a little bit. But they love him, but they're just all, they aren't listening to him. They're just giving him a bunch of more religion, you know, behavior modification. They're just loading him up with stuff to do. And they're not listening to his heart and his plea. And in, in the chapter 13 of Job, which I love, he just kind of goes off on him. <laughs> I love that. And I don't ever want to be that, those kind of religious Pharisee kind of guys that's entering into your life just to pile on a bunch of advice. And, and doing this series of shows on the Ten Commandments, the Old Testament law, um, the Decalogue, I, I sometimes feel that slide to get into that and, and I'm trying to point out what's right and what's wrong but I'm also wanting to be compassionate and listening to you and understanding your situations because I've listened to and I've received hundreds of emails over the years um, so I want you to know that I really do care about where you're at because unlike Job I'm not Mr. Righteous Guy I made a lot of mistakes um, I messed up a lot, and and I want you to learn from my bloodshed, if anything, right? I'm like a, I'm like the hyperactive soldier, right? ADHD runs out onto the battlefield and steps on a mine and has his foot blown off, right? That kind of thing. I'm I want you to learn from that kind of bloodshed, you know? Learning how to worship, realizing that we all spend this 
emotional, intellectual, relational, and spiritual energy that we spend all of the time. Um, Justin Holcomb in his book, uh, Rid of My Disgrace, talks about that relational energy that we spend. Um, I didn't really think of it that way, but that's part of worship is relationships and how we spend our energy in relationship with others or just focused on self. heart-level truth of fear and reconciliation on a kind of a jacked-up level. Um, does that song, let me ask you this, does that song resonate with the voice in your head? Okay, one cool thing, truth, about cognitive science and about us as human beings is that the number one person that you talk to the most is you. I mean, that's just true. I know I've said that before, but really be mindful of that. That if you're the only one who speaks to you, does it make sense that you're going to come up with whatever life experience that you have to reach decisions that are going to dictate your life? And does it make sense that when we pray to God and when we talk to God, that Cracking open the Bible, all right? Reading the Bible and listening to Him. It's a great way for God to speak to you. It's a great way for you to bring another voice into that scared, jacked up place that screams out, Ah, what do I do? What do I do? It's reading the Bible. It's getting around men and women of Christian faith, right? Not religious people, but blood-bought Christian folks that you can do life with. But most of all, pray and know your Bibles. You open the Bible. You ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you. You take those words that jump off the page like they were meant for you. Maybe you write them down. You journal them. You pray about them. God will speak to you through the Holy Scriptures. He will. And I've heard so many people say, well, I've tried that, Russ. Did you try that or did you just use religion as a self-help project to try and fix yourself? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about breaking out of the isolation of yourself and clinging to God and building a relationship with God. The only reason we love at all is because He first loved us. Right, that is true. That is in Scripture. Isolation and 
I can't do it. it. It's not something to do. It's someone to build a relationship with. It's you settling enough, realizing that God's pursuing you, and clinging to Him in relationship. Paint by numbers, list-keeping, rule-keeping religion is not clinging to Jesus Christ. It's just the truth. And it's better than more of this, right? Justified, you waste away You dare to dream, but still you're too afraid And now you're broken and deceived Lost to live this cruel reality Your disconnect is so Because of time constraints, this is going to conclude part one of ending the 8th, beginning the ninth. until next week. I will continue with this message, and it's going to be intense. So subscribe, hit the subscribe button. If you'd like to give me some feedback, it's russ at asi247.org, or you can connect to me on uh, the website, asi247.org. You can blog about the videos through YouTube. Look me up on YouTube. It's Russell, two S's, two L's, ASI. Love you guys, man. I really do. I really care about you. I'm in prayer for you. And I, I thank each and every one of you for listening. I'm so grateful there are men and women out there who are willing to take this thing on. I salute you for your courage. And I pray for your strength. Till next week. Bye. Awesome.